Welcome back everybody and happy Friday morning to everybody or Friday evening or whenever you're watching this video, but it's Friday for, uh, for Mia and I. Um, Mia Ruiz is a wonderful actress and a producer who we're gonna talk to next. Um, she is a working actress and she's somebody who, you know, kind of is the embodiment of uh, hustle. There's all sorts of things that she's doing and that's the reality of our business. All of us have to uh, do many things in order to survive in this business. And that's why I'm so excited to welcome her to the program. Please welcome again, Mia Ruiz. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Alan. Much appreciated. <laughs> and yes, like you mentioned, it's a lot of hats that one has to wear to make it in this industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, the way that you and I uh, kind of got in touch with each other is you reached out to me. You came across my program. You reached out saying, hey, you know, I'm a producer. I'm, I'm an actress. Uh, I would love to talk to you further. And um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Here we are. Yeah, that's that's really what it's uh, what it's about. You're in Texas, which uh, you know I'm in Chicago, so both of us are in the secondary market. So we have to work twice as hard as everybody else in order to make any headway into <laughs> into our industry. Yes, yes, yes. It is very difficult, uh, especially in Texas, when it's very diff. Um, there's not that many tax breaks or tax incentives in Texas, yeah. and that's what makes it very difficult. Um, I'm going to say it because it is truth facts. Um, there is a tax incentive break in, in Texas, but that begins at a $5 million budget. So at that, yeah. <laughs> at that, yeah, at that budget, you really don't care about tax breaks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, Texas, I, I, and again, I'm, I, I'm, I've been to Texas a few times. I, I have friends who live in Texas, so I'm going to uh, you know use that as an opportunity to make fun of it a little bit. But I think Texas is under the opinion that working in Texas is incentive enough. So uh, yes, no, yes, you're at your. <laughs> I've never heard it that way, but you're absolutely right. That is one way to put it. It's a clever way to put it, actually. Um, and it is. It's very difficult. And having. Louisiana next to us, um, and that's a very busy market, just as yourself with New York. Um, it's it, it's an, it's impossible to um, compete, uh, so it makes it that much difficult for us. Um, so you have to multitask and wear many different hats. Right now, I'm I'm picking up editing, which I didn't think I wanted to, but I'm gonna have to because it's just so much, especially when you're working on. Um, marketing and being on podcasts and on you know media uh all of that um you get great takes but every now and then you'll get that one little glimpse of not perfect and you want to remove it yeah. and to hire someone it's not you know pennies and nickels you're talking you know yeah dollars just to remove a clip so you have to learn how to do it. And it's just the basics. It's nothing professional, but just enough to get you above that obstacle, per se. Yeah. And so that's what I've been doing. But uh, working on two, two films right now, and there's one that's about to be out in premiere. Um, there's another one that we're, I'm lo looking into. Um, it's, it gets um, overwhelming. But if you love it and you have passion for acting, it doesn't become a burden, if that makes any sense. It's you true. Know? You love it. You, you, it's, a, it's a passion. You can do it 24-7 and it's, yeah, <laughs> the love of acting. <laughs> and that's what you have to do mm -hmm. if you really love, you, you know, if you really love acting. 
it's a lot of, um, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, hustle, a lot of hustle. Yeah, and uh, there, there are a few things that I want to kind of, um, you know, dive into a little bit based on what you just mentioned. But uh, in terms of the love of acting, what, what a lot of, uh, you know, people that I speak to, they have that love of acting. And then kind of life starts uh, weighing in and life starts throwing things in your direction. And there is, a, there is a concept that all of us are familiar with, which is a concept of give and receive. And those have to be in balance. And even if you're not receiving financial, um, uh, financial rewards for doing acting, then the emphasis really falls upon you to ensure that the um, joy that you're getting for doing the acting, for being on set, for investing in yourself and your own education and your experience is that uh, scale and it has to be balanced. So a lot of the people put a ton of stuff into it and don't get anything out because they're focused on one particular outcome. They're focused on a financial reward or they're focused on you know, hitting a particular you know, co-star, guest star appearance or what have you. And then they uh, get into a negative uh, state. And when you get into a negative state, a lot of things just close down emotionally, psychologically, and energetically in terms of how the universe operates. So we, we can love acting, but we have to be really, really careful in terms of making sure that that balance is maintained. Yes, 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 absolutely. 100% I agree with you. And that's why they said you have to have a goal. Uh, because acting, there's so many avenues, so many streams that you can go and be successful. I know many people that go into acting and not necessarily make it, but yeah. behind the camera, that's where they find their success and they find that they're more passionate about. And again, they wouldn't have not encountered that if they wouldn't have not gotten in front of the camera to begin with. So it's, it's a give and take. I know um, as myself, I fell in love with producing. Um, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. And I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, don't get me wrong. It's very stressful. Yeah. Oh my God. Very stressful. You know, you want to pull your hair out at times, but again, it's a good kind of stress because you see your work and your visual coming to life and that's a reward itself. Now, many people are seeking, um, like as you said, financial reward, then you're not doing it for the acting passion. You're doing it more for monetizing. And I understand money is a big, um, big part of life. I think it just makes life lubricant, but it's not everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but it does, of course, like it does help. Uh, but if you're coming in if with that aspect of it, excuse me, with that aspect of, you know, becoming this multimillionaire, you know, off this one idea, I'm so sorry to burst that bubble. <laughs> but it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a one in a million. It's, it's like a lotto. You're going to gamble. Um, but I don't do it for, the, for money. Uh, I do have odd jobs mm -hmm. that do help me. Um, but again, it's in acting. Um, I just did this commercial, this PSA for breast awareness. And it was wonderful because I, I got to give. Um, and yeah, the check wasn't bad. <laughs> it helped. Yeah. It helped. So it was nice. So it was, that was my balance for this month. Uh, but they're very rare in between, of course, because of course, now with the COVID, um, man, did COVID kill the industry but 
a lot of people are holding on and you got, like you say, you have to keep the energy and be very creative. And I think that's a good thing because it, it um, makes you be more creative and that's what art is. That's what acting is, is, is you create. So I love that. <laughs> Yeah, um, the 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 you know twelve year old in me uh, keeps on smiling because you said uh, that the commercial that you did was it breast cancer awareness or uh, you you just said breast awareness which I oh yeah, I'm sorry it, breast cancer awareness I'm it, sorry it was breast it, cancer awareness I thought I said that <laughs> the twelve year old me is is basically coming is screaming saying that I think everybody is pretty aware uh, but yes. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, it's uh, it, it's that thing which, um, politically uh, correctly speaking, the host and me should shut up about. But then, what's the point of doing a show if you can't really be yourself? And uh, exactly. myself contains that twelve-year-old kid. <laughs> well, thank you, Alan. No, I I know a lot of people don't feel like oh, that's mm -hmm. you know um, not appropriate or whatever. But you have to be yourself. Right. You're not yourself. You're not really living, and that's it's beautiful to live. It's beautiful to be yourself. Yeah. Be silly at times, and um, you know, it is. It's fun, and I'm glad to hear that you have a 12 year old in you. Yay. Yes, yeah, that that kid, uh, uh, you know, God, God willing, that kid is not going to uh, go away. Um, and I have my son, who is uh, almost 11. He'll be 11 in a few days, actually. So uh, he's starting to get to that point where his sense of humor is uh, maturing and graduating to the point where mine never left. So <laughs> the, me as a, you know, as a dad, I have to be really careful because me as a 12 year old wants to talk to him at that level and I can't. <laughs> so I'm, I'm balancing that as, as best I can. Um, that's amazing. Um, well, keep that because that's so much fun. That is so much fun. Yeah, I, I, I recall, um, you know, when Shazam came out uh, and um, oh my goodness, his name escapes me um, at the moment, but the, the actor who played Shazam. Um, Shaquille O'Neal? Huh? Sh uh, Shaquille O'Neal? Wasn't no, it Shaquille uh, Not that Shazam, the, the later one, the later oh, one. Oh, the later one, I haven't yeah. seen it. I'm sorry. Uh, you should, it's, it's wonderful. Um, Isn't yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, yeah, I'll, I'll, place, uh, I'll place it right below the video because I know his name. I've seen him in Chuck. Uh, he's one of my favorite uh, uh, okay. you know, actors. But bottom line is what, uh, what he was talking about during Shazam is that, you know, he's, he's a kid playing a middle-aged uh, man. And, you know, the actor himself is a middle-aged man. He's about my age. And he's playing kind of a kid playing a middle-aged man. So he said it wasn't really difficult for him to tap into that because Pretty much, he is a kid. He's a kid that that kind of looks like an adult, but he still hasn't grown up. So, uh, you know, that tapping into that uh, energy was was not a difficult thing, and I relate to that very much because I do that all the time, <clears throat> uh, as evidenced by you know the last few minutes. Anyway, okay. going back to something that you've mentioned, um, the editing. I again, you know, running the show, I had to uh, I had to develop a lot of uh, skills that I haven't had before. And editing was one of the things that I had to get into. Now, the uh, I'll give uh, I'll give kind of a, a plug to a particular software which I'm not sponsored by, but uh, a software that I like and I use for all of my editing. Perhaps uh, you know it'll help you. Wondershare Filmora. 
Um, I think nine is the is the version that I'm using, and it makes oh. things very simple to kind of oh, uh, add and add effects, uh, cut things out. Uh, mm -hmm. I find it to be useful. There are other you know great uh, great softwares, but I mm -hmm. use this particular one. So you know. Um, the one I use is, and again, they're not, I'm not sponsored or anything, but it's just, that's one I use is Mavi. 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 That's the one I use. And it's really simple. Uh, I've done a couple of um, ed edits already on that and put some new material on my web, on my website and YouTube page. And of course, all the whole social media platforms. Um, and then you have to continue doing that with the, with actors. Um, it's a lot of um, marketing and advertising. Mm -hmm. It's constant. Um, and again, that's why I reached out to you, Alan, because I saw that you were a lover acting. And anything that has acting to do, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm all for. You know, I'm, I'm there. I'm helping. I'm assisting. Um, I have always lent out my talent to many of the ones that are here in Houston mm -hmm. that have been doing work for some time and they don't have a budget. I will lend my talent out just to help them, you know, yeah. progress or pursue whichever they want to do. Um, and it's just, I've done several amount of movies that I've done and um, some of the projects weren't finished, which happens at times for whatever, there's millions of reasons why a project right. doesn't get finished. It's not yeah. just finances, this could be millions of reasons. Um, so I don't, um, I don't discuss it or say anything about it because anything can happen in this industry. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I was looking at this old movie the other day um, called Man of the House with Tommy Lee Jones. I don't know mm -hmm. if you've ever heard of seen yeah, it. It's, I think I've seen it. it's a 90s movie. And I never really paid attention to the credits until I started producing. <sighs> and yeah, <laughs> yeah, you really learn a lot from just by looking at the credits. You really can make some connections just by looking at the credits and it's amazing it really is i've made some connections that way and i did not know that he was the uh tommy lee jones was the number one that um executive producer for man of the house i thought that was interesting yeah. because you know he put money on his talent and that's what a lot of actors are doing now is they're putting their own money and their own talent and some actors don't um want to do that or don't understand that mm -hmm. and that's the business part of it and you have to um, understand the business part of it, especially if you want a career in the industry. I think 80% of it is business, 10% is talent, my opinion. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, I'm sorry? And the other 10%? Uh, uh, the other 10% is making connections, the relationships with everyone, because uh, that's very important as well as in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, as producing, um, I won't say any names, but as producing, um, I learned that there's a lot of, um, a lot of bougie, lots of, a lot of divas and men that are divos. I won't mention any names again, I said, but it's really, um, like that's really hard to understand because there's millions of people that want to be in their position yeah. and for them to have that attitude towards it, you know, to have the negative like you owe me or this authoritative, um, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. And I'm, and I'm an actor myself, mm -hmm. but it's just amazing to see some actors that um, come out with a negative attitude and already have a job. 
it's it it that I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's probably not a uh, um a good uh use of your time to try to figure it out because more more likely than not we're not going to know and it's just going to drive us crazy. So better right. <laughs> on the more productive aspect and just know that, you know, you put in your work, good things are going to come and everybody's path is different and and we don't know what I, what I've been learning, um, and uh, there are only a few people. And again, I'm not going to mention any names either. But there are only a few people that I have interviewed who um, turned out to be not good people. Um, the vast majority have been fantastic. Uh, okay. They've been genuine. They've been wonderful, wonderful uh, human beings to work with. Some uh, the the ones that were not. Um, it surprised me. Uh, it was mm -hmm. painful in a way to learn, but then you have to, uh, or at least I try to look at things from the perspective of what was happening in their lives. And, um, you know, from the little that I knew of the additional things that were going on is they were not having a good time for, you know, various reasons. So maybe the reason why they were acting that way was because of the hurt that was going on in our own lives. Uh, so, you know, I wish everybody well, and uh, you know, you kind of you kind of move on. But um, I I learned not to not to kind of go one way or another too much, and just you know appreciate uh, the time that I spent with the person, and then you know wish them well and move on. Some of them turn out uh, to be my friends, and they end up being actual friends who I talk to and we talk, you know, outside of uh, acting. And uh, it's, I'm incredibly grateful for that experience. Most are just, you know, really nice people. We spend that hour or whatever together and then uh, we each move on and maybe our, you know, paths will cross. So kind of, I, I've seen people who I think, you know, just from a pure acting perspective, right? So, you know, we see people uh, on the screen or we see, uh, people who are getting uh, certain jobs and we wonder why. Yes. You know the level of, of talent and uh, you know other people who are more talented that are getting it, but kind of talking to actors, you hear that all the time. It's just that's, that's what happens in the business uh, and there is a very little rhyme or reason to it. There are millions of variations and you just have to kind of focus on your self and do the best you can mm -hmm. and stay positive and you know things usually this is true this is true yeah you have to stay positive through the whole route even if it's having some bad moments you have to stay positive for to have a wonderful product at the end yeah. and that's what i did learn is producing um i learned i learned a lot from producing but again it's um even though i've had my my bad moments i wouldn't trade it for the world i would continue with it and just make the best mm -hmm. of it um i know where my heart is at and I wouldn't go on a project if I didn't believe in it or had um, yeah. insights for it to make it better, then I wouldn't. But like you said, you don't know what everyone's going on and you kind of just got to yeah. wish the best and go for the best. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's the attitude you have to have. Yeah. And it's difficult at times, but you have to continue. You do. So I enjoy, I enjoy it though. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I remember, uh, I don't exactly remember where where 
kind of <clears throat> this insight came to mind, but uh, a while ago, uh, actually, I think it's, uh, I, I read a story or something to that effect that, um, you know, there was a person driving and they, you know, they saw this car cutting them off and they were just, you know, upset, uh, upset with what was going on and why they were cut off and, you know, uh, the honking the horn and what have you. And then um, later, um, again, this is a story. I, I don't, I hope this is not a real uh, story, but then this person came home, uh, their kid got into a, you know, big motorcycle accident and they were, they put the kid in the car and they were driving as fast as they could to the hospital in order to get uh, that kid there and save his life. And they were cutting everybody off because they didn't care because they needed to save their child's life. Um, so anytime kind of I get somebody who's acting uh, erratic on the road, uh, there is a momentary thought that comes in of like, what do you do? And then it's like, you know what? I have no idea what's going on. Um, maybe they're a jerk. Maybe they're trying to save their kid's life. So, you know, God bless. I'm going to get out of the way so you can make it to wherever you're going. So same thing with acting. We we just we don't know. Kind of get out of the way. Let the, let people do what they do. Let people do what they do. Yep. I've had I've had some incidents on sets, and it's just I'm take the just I nod and <laughs> like okay, we're gonna get through this. <laughs> just wait and see. The good thing about bad times, they don't always stay. So you have to just continue going. Yeah. And that's what I do. I mean, it, this industry is. Um, it can change one second from the next. Um, I got my breakthrough from Martin Campbell uh, when I came on the Green Lantern. I came on as an extra. And I ended up being on set for 47 days. Awesome. And yes, yeah, he just kept, I just kept getting bumped up and bumped up. And um, it being such a high budget film, um, I took advantage. I can say this now because I'm not on set. I can't get in trouble anymore. <laughs> so I can say this. <laughs> Um, when they would send all the extras to the back and have them, you know, removed out of the scene, I would stay on set and I'll just make, yes, I, <laughs> I stayed on set to visualize and to see everything. And Martin Campbell, there was a time when Martin Campbell, he's like, he was looking at me like, I know you're an extra. Like, I know you're not <laughs> part of the crew, little girl. And I was like, i keep my mouth shut I don't have no phone I just want to see I just want to I just want to learn and he didn't have a problem with it I mean he didn't have a problem with it at all I know that we could probably get in trouble but again it's been it's been years what are they going to do <laughs> but anyway um I got because I was in full costume the whole 47 days and I was on set mm -hmm. oh my god Alan I want to say maybe 15 hours 16 hours yeah it was brutal 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 uh, I had to have my hair up because we were playing like in a corporate scene. We're in the scene of the helicopter comes in and we're going to give the aviation co company to the woman, whatever. So it was a nice, you know, scene and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was beautiful. Well, anyway, I was in high heels the whole time and my hair was up. And by the time two weeks in, I had blisters. I had... <laughs> I mean, I was aching, but if, if I had the uh, the experience to do it all over again, oh, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. I mean, it was it was a wonderful, and I learned so much. I learned a lot. And Ryan Reynolds, Tim Robbins, oh, they're phenomenal people. They're so 
Tim Robbins was just so giving with uh, actors advice and just, I mean, like I said, I broke rules, but I wasn't, <laughs> I did, but I was doing it when we were, when they were changing sets. Uh, you know, I knew the time when to approach. I wasn't just approaching it, yeah. you know, when they're in the middle of filming. <laughs> but I learned a lot. And it was, uh, like I said, it was an experience. And it was excruciating the hours. Because I was only getting three or four hours sleep. But they were feeding us very well. So I was getting enough fuel to keep this madness going. Yeah. But I loved it. That's when I realized, I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Mm. <laughs> I don't mind all the screaming. Because <laughs> there was time where Martin Campbell kind of lost it because there were some things that happened that I, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to share that because it was just, no, I have to drop names and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so we're just going to change. We're just going to pass those experiences. Mm. But I learned a lot. I mean, a lot. And to see Martin Campbell work, and if I was on set, you know, 13, 14 hours, I don't think he ever left set. Right. I really, yeah, because I was talking with everyone. I was socializing. I was just networking, mm -hmm. getting to know as much people as I could. Mm -hmm. um, and the stories that they were sharing with me, it's like, when did he get any sleep? Because they were filming other set. They were, yeah, it, it's just, it was just an amazing experience. I wish everyone could, share, could experience that in the acting world. Because it was, yes, I mean, it was $250 million budget. So it was quite an experience. Yeah, quite an experience. It's so CGI driven. I, you know, Ryan keeps bed mouthing his, his role and the whole thing. I love the movie because they, uh, again, the, I, I am a big fan, obviously, of, uh, of uh, you know, all sorts of, you know, DC and Marvel uh, characters. But uh, the idea that you can conjure up um, uh, positive or whatever images uh, utilizing your imagination, uh, that's an idea that I've utilized before. It's an idea that is actually a technique uh, that, um, that, you know, even Adam Sandler in Little Nicky, uh, I don't know if you remember watching that movie, um, you know, he, they were utilizing that same technique of if you're seeing a snake, turn it into a flower you know, take a negative thought, turn it into a positive thought, use your imagination for all sorts of things. And uh, I've used that technique with my kids when they were having, you know, nightmares and, uh, you know, going back to sleep. I was saying, hey, you're, you're a wizard. You're in control of what happens in your dream. And if something bad comes in, but then you have the magic wand. You have the control to, you know, wave your wand and turn that monster into a little uh, bunny rabbit. Um, that thing is like just for that alone. Uh, I loved the movie uh, because it was dealing with those uh, same uh, same aspects. Um, so I, I had no issues with it whatsoever. It's still it's still a good movie to me. Um, I, I hear that it's going to get redone. So you know, hopefully. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Ryan uh, Ryan is going to be a part of it, but. Uh, it, <laughs> It'll be redone. I heard, uh, you know, lately, and I don't know how true this is, but that Michael B. Jordan was considered to be, uh, you know, Hal Jordan. So um, I don't know. I, I really have no insider information. This is just stuff that I've seen uh, kind of on the internet uh, dealing with it. But I like Green Mountain. It's, it's an iconic character. I hope they, they do a whole lot with it. So. 
do justice by it? I do too. No, <laughs> I mean, Ryan Reynolds talks so, he talks so bad about it. And it's just, oh, I, it breaks my heart. Uh, and it, you know, being there on set, I remember this one scene where he has, you know, he's, he's in the suit and he has his arm up and he's flying up and this crane grabs his arm and pulls him up, you know, and he stops. And then you see Ryan comes back. He's like, no, I don't feel it. No. And I was, I mean, I wanted to laugh and I have a very loud laugh. Just, I have a, I have a very loud laugh. I have to control my laugh. And being on set and to see his faces, because he's very comic, you know, <laughs> he's very animated. I took, it took everything in me not to laugh. And Martin was just, you know, Ryan, let's try one more time. And I was like, oh my God, this is like, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I it was a total cool experience to have. But um, to see him do that, it and then to see the movie, because I, died to see the movie because I was seeing all the actions of it um yeah it was a lot of CGI I was like that's not what happened on set but mm. again there's a lot that happens in the editing room that that people just don't not realize mm. um mm. I for sure thought I was going to be featured because of so much being on set you know they're like let's feature this woman here so she can leave but I didn't make it <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't make the, I didn't make it. I didn't, I was like, wow. I was like, I thought all those times y'all featured me at least once. And no, I didn't. I ended up on the cutting floor. So, and it happens. It happens. Yeah. It happens. It happened to um, Johnny Depp in Platoon, I think it was. Oh, really? Okay. Was, yeah. Um, his character, um, I'm a big fan of Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. Um in the movie Platoon, he has spoke another language. I think he had spoke the Korean or the hmm. Asian language. And then the, uh, uh, I think it was Vietnamese. And um, it happened where his character was outshining uh, one of the main stars. So they had to cut his role off. Like, yeah, I mean, anything can happen in this industry. Yeah, I, I hear that all the time from my uh, martial art actors that I talk to. Uh, and I know you have you have a background as well in you know, weapons mm -hmm. and all sorts of things. But yeah, in the martial arts uh, films, uh, they have to be really careful of saying, okay, here's this star, and you know, here's the arsenal of moves that the star is going to be doing. So whoever he's fighting cannot be outshining them, uh, and they have to you know kind of tone things down, and they have to you know do uh, proper. It's not just choreography, but it's also like you know, here's one. Here's where you are and you need to, you know, maybe we're going to elevate you to this level, but you know, you're losing. So it's, it's that whole thing of, I, I know some of the martial arts actors are saying, you know, that's kind of the, the hand you're dealt, you know, you can, you can do all sorts of cool things and they're not going to be shown on screen just because you're going to be outshining the, uh, the opponent. Then. The opponent. Yep. And this is so true. This is, this is really true. Um, uh, and you have to be okay with getting your, you know, be creamed or being, you know, um, have your butt kicked, I guess, basically say, you have to be okay with it, you know, and you have to sell it. Um, in my movie that I did, Death Wears a Young Face, uh, it's a little small, so short, but I did a lot of uh, karate and a lot of, uh, because that's a little bit of my background. I'm a little bit of, um, I love action. It just, it thrills me. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I, I don't know if it's the adrenaline or what it is, but it just it's a high on life. I love it. Um, and so the short film that I did was Death Wears a Young Face, and it's about these kids that um, are assassins. And they try to save another kid that were getting kidnapped for like human trafficking. And I went and got them. And the little girl that I, that I hired, um, she was already a black belt. Her father was, had done like five tours for us in Iraq. And he was seventh degree black belt and five degree in martial. I mean, yeah, he had all these belts. And I was like, oh my God. And it was really nice that he, uh, lend some of his techniques to her and taught her how to do these and everything and it it's a really good movie i mean it am i just saying it because it's my movie <laughs> of course but in, it was done in good taste and her her name is um chelsea she was 16 at the time and she was small now she's 18 and like five nine she was five five when i hired her yeah so she did a big spurt on me <laughs> um mm. but she did they did really good. But anyway, the, the, the stuntmen that we hired um, really fooled everyone because they made it seem that these kids were actually, you know, kicking them and my stunt team were falling back like if it was a, you know, a huge impact. And I like the people's reactions because everyone actually bought it, Alan. Everyone was like, oh, and I was like, you know, that can't happen. But thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, but thank you. But again, it's a lot of where we, and I say we, and I don't, I don't do it anymore because we don't get recognized, especially women don't get recognized as men do in the, in the stunt world. Really? Um, no, they don't. And it's, uh, it's, it doesn't get a lot of coverage and it's just upsetting because the women do just as much as, as training as the men. Um, and I would thought that people get more excited when a woman falls down the stairs and survives it. You know, she can get up, you know, and or out, thrown out the window and or actually running from someone and not having to fall and sprain her ankle, you know, actually, you know, get a good leap, turn around and do a drop kick, something, you know, <laughs> something. Uh, and it just doesn't happen that way. You know, everyone always knows that when they're when the bad guy's chasing the girl, she's going to trip, she's going to sprain her ankle or hurt some and then the, the bad guy's going to grab the girl and that's it. It's over. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to see a little bit of more, you know, action, a little bit of more of a fight, you know, in the, in the, in those kinds of scenes. But again, it's all, if the wheel's not broken, why change it? Because it sells. You're a producer. Uh, produce something like that. And uh, again, it's, it's, there's, there's um, female martial arts stars uh, that have been changing that paradigm. Um, yes. You don't have to kind of, you know, Cynthia Rothrock, right? Uh, you know, I, I grew up watching Cynthia's, uh, you know, kind of martial art films. Um, you you can do that, but you know that Cynthia is the star, so she's going to kick ass. But yes. you can uh, kind of change the paradigm where it's unexpected, where, you know, it can be a woman and you don't know that she's a martial arts star. And all of a sudden she's, you know, she's running and then she's uh, jumping, uh, um, when when you were saying it, the, the immediately what came to my mind is uh, she's running away, but she's keeping the proper distance because there is a wall coming up and she's uh, kind of, uh, you know, uh, jumping off Jump the wall. Jump on the wall. Jump off flip. the wall and then uh, do a kind of a tornado or, a, you know, a kick. Mm -hmm. uh, 
very cinematic. Uh, would probably take a few a few takes uh, to uh, to do properly, but that would be like, okay, I did not expect yeah. that. That would that be is true. Um, and it's funny you said that because we're working on a movie called Transposition right now, mm-hmm. and it's about women assassins. And uh, we're we're filming it right now. And it's it's funny you said that because. Um, a, a lot of the girls that are in it have a little bit of background of either karate and the stunt guys. They're all, um, some of them worked on Mulan. So, yeah, so we're, we're doing that. It's, it's funny you mentioned that because we are, I mean, uh, like you said, there's a lot of more women now that are changing that, that paradigm and making it more because it is, it is a tr- uh, attractive to me, even though that I'm a female, I like to see a female in control. As far as not, you know, um, like knowing how to defend herself, yeah. um, you know, have that mentality uh, as we're, uh, uh, when you hear a man says, if I'm going to go down, I'm taking you down with me. I would like to see a woman to have that, you know, yeah. that yeah. attitude, that, that compassion. Um, Kill Bill has that where she wants to fight yeah. and then she comes out pregnant. And, yeah. you know, and it's funny because when you do become a, a parent, your whole vision, your whole world just changes. Um, I'm sure yours changed, Alan, when you weren't a parent and then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, boom, you're a dad. And then it's funny, it, it hits you different when they call you mom or dad. It, it just, when, when you hear it the first time, <laughs> I don't know about you, but it hit me different. I think I cried. <laughs> oh, so I was, yeah. I'm sure I did. Um, yeah, it was, it's, um, yeah, it's an experience. So anyway, but um, so that that's that's what we're doing right now, transposition, and it's getting a lot of um, a lot of recognition. But we're still filming it, um, and like I mentioned, a lot of the women have background in it, right. so it makes it that much easier. It makes it that much easier, and the, the men are doing phenomenal. I mean, um, considering that they just do stunts, they actually have words, so they're actually acting. Yeah, and they're. Yeah, it's it's done. Yeah, I can't wait to show it to you guys. Nice. Uh, yeah, please uh, please let me know when it's uh, when it's out. We're definitely gonna post it on the you know on the YouTube channel on the website. Uh, I I want to watch it. It sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So um, yeah, that's that's great. Uh, going back to something that you mentioned, because uh, if I don't, uh, I know I will lose out, and so will the audience. You mentioned that Tim Robbins, uh, you know, gave uh, gave you acting advice or uh, other advice about the industry. What were some of the things that uh, you can share? That he gave us um, one is persistence, mm-hmm. and the one thing I did learn about him is uh, Martin Campbell. When he had um, when we were shooting, it was three o'clock in the morning. Uh, we had the airport. So we were shooting from the airport. As soon as the sun went down, as soon as the sun came came up. The airport was access to to them. I say us, like if I'm part of the crew already, <laughs> to them, yeah, um, right? And what I did notice about uh, Martin, he did the same take, like like 15, 20 times. Mm-hmm. And each time that he did it, Tim Robbins delivered a different performance. Same line, Good. but just a different performance but he kept so one of his lines i can't remember but if he would have to hold the his his drink up yeah. and it was amazing alan to see that um same lines different performance but he was still hitting his mark mm-hmm. and i said that is which you know what it's talent and one thing he also said is if you're not in front of the camera you're in class 
um, just continue, yeah, just continue working on your craft, um, not to give up. Um, what else did he say? Um, he dropped names to work with. He dropped um, Tom Tordoff, which I did take his classes. And I only took it because Tim Robbins recommended it. And I recommend that because it did. It, and he's out in New York. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I could not tell you enough about him because he really changed a lot of my ways of thinking. Mm -hmm. um, gave me a lot of insight and what to ask yourself to create yourself and that character. Um, as an actor, I think one of the best lines is uh, First Wives Club with uh, Goldie Hawn. I don't know if you've seen that movie, Alan, or not. Many times. Yeah, I'm sorry? Many times. You've seen it? Many yeah. times? <laughs> Many, okay. Uh, best line I love is when she's in the, in the movie and she goes, I have, I have all the emotions. I'm an actress. Remember? <laughs> she goes, I have all of them. Okay. Um, and you do. You really, really do. Um, there's this wheel chart that I got from Brian Thornton. He's here in Houston. I, he's done Queen of the South, Queen Slim, and he gave me a feeling chart. And that helped me out a lot with, with um, getting all my emotions down for each scene. Um, what else did I, because this has been forever. Yeah, it's been um, yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. Uh, but one thing it just stayed is just persistence. You just have to continue, continue in doing your your art and see where you're at. Because I thought once I come up with an idea, I I execute it. Um, you think you have no more, and next thing you know, yeah, you have so many more ideas. Especially if you have the passion for acting, yeah, you can create so much. Um, and being married, uh, I'm in, in a intro, I'm, I'm in, in uh, excuse me, I'm in interracial relationship. Mm -hmm. So he's white. And we have so many different cultures, so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And it just gives me so many ideas because um, we seem to like get to know each other's cultures, but at the same time, we find humor in them. Yeah. So we, yeah, and so it gives me ideas. You know, it gives me ways I want to create. But at the same time, add comedy. Um, as, as I mentioned, I have a loud laugh. So I love to laugh. I love to, yeah, be happy, of course. Um, so that's my thing, comedy. Uh, I'm working on a movie right now. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're trying to get it. We're trying to finish the writing because it has a little bit of loopholes in it still. Um, that one's called 12 Reasons Why Men Cheat. And it's a romantic comedy. And um, I really can't wait to share because there's three ladies in there that are old of age. You know, they're, they're up there of age. Mm -hmm. And as you know, older people can get away with saying things that younger people cannot. <laughs> and a lot of their lines um, are just uh, a little of um, in the window, but truth to romance. And I can't wait to share those because those are great lines that I have to give to the writer that he came up with. They're pretty clever. Um, so I'm also writing on that, but that's still in pre-production. It's not nowhere near ready to film because I still haven't cast or any of that stuff. So yeah, well, it's still premature. 
Good luck with it. It's uh, you know, it sounds like you have uh, great projects that are upcoming. We definitely want to hear more when they uh, come out. Please uh, come back on the show and share so we can uh, we can uh, you know I can watch them and then we can uh, we can talk about them. I'm, I'm excited. Great. <laughs> me too. Me too, Alan. Thank you. And thank you. Thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you for sharing and uh, thank you for your persistence. Um, I. I you know, it's it's a constant takeaway for me uh, interviewing, uh, you know, people on the program of just how persistent you have to be in order to survive and to thrive in this business. So you're a great example of it. I hope our audience is picking up on the same. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. And I can't wait to see more of you. I'll definitely be keeping an eye out for you. Thank you very thank much. You. And, um, thanks to everybody for tuning in to another episode of The Love of Acting. We know you are as persistent as we are, and this is why we do this for you. Thank you. Thank you.